Greetings, my friends. Today I am recording this podcast episode from Sloan's Lake Park in Edgewater, Colorado. And today I wanted to talk about giving yourself time. Time to fill your cup. Time for yourself to breathe and to simply be. The last few days I've been really busy, which is great being busy is really nice but it's also really important to take some time by yourself for some of us that can be kind of difficult because when we're alone our mind seems to race and then we're brought back to the things that we should be doing or the things that we need to do which can oftentimes create a bit of stress oh today i taught two classes this morning and i realized that I was about to go jump onto another activity and hang out with a couple other friends and I realized that I haven't sat down and reflected about how busy the last two weeks have been. I haven't sat down and read. I haven't done those things that really fill my cup. And when I don't fill my cup, I notice that I don't arrive fully in my friendships, in my relationships, and I seem kind of scattered scattered would be the right word now filling your cup can be a couple different activities it could be doing what I'm doing sitting at the park laying out my yoga mat journaling reading I went to a place called whole soul and got this really great smoothie just to nourish my body after some intense yoga it could be going to a spa it could be sitting and meditating or even doing your favorite activity inside or even outside. Now, when we take time alone, we're able to sit with the thoughts and the emotions that come up. And rather than distracting ourselves, when we actually sit with the emotions, we can define that clarity. I used to have this big thing where I would have something come up in my life, like a question or a concern, and rather than sitting with it, I would see comfort in others. And there's nothing wrong with going to a friend for some advice, but oftentimes the answers that we need are actually within ourselves, and it's sitting down, writing out the predicament or the situation, and writing down the possible outcomes, then writing down the outcome of your choice. Now, we always have the choice to change the narrative within our story. An example of this is recently someone on Instagram had took my photos and made a fake account using my same name but adding an underscore at the end. Then they proceeded to share a pornography website and said, hey, if you would like to see more videos and content, subscribe to this, pay for this. Then they targeted all of my friends and followers. And I got a bunch of messages from people saying, hey, is this you? I was pretty shocked. A part of me wanted to like get on social media, delete all of the photos that I had that were any sort of which way risky that implied that I would have a website like that or would pursue something like that. Another part of me says like, don't change yourself because someone has taken advantage of the things that you're sharing. Now, not everyone's going to like you and not everyone's going to support you. And there's always going to be people out there that are going to use 
the stuff that you're putting out and the stuff that you're creating against you. We have two options here. We can allow ourselves to be defeated and to give up, or we can push forward and acknowledge that we can't control what others do, but what we can control is how we let those others affect us. So sitting with it, I realized, okay, what are my possible outcomes here? I could leave it alone and allow people to ask me about it and be completely honest, no, it's not my account. That's not something I would pursue and not be offended if people ask me thinking that it might be because we don't know what goes on in other people's heads and honestly we don't really know what other people are going to do or think about us but if someone's opinion about you justifies who you are then we really need to look at who you are and who you believe you are and what your core values are the people in your life that you want to have surrounding you are going to be people who support you listen to you and understand that that's not who you are. Not everyone's going to get that, and that's okay. I could also get very angry and allow myself to shut down, which is a common pattern for me. When I get upset, I kind of close off, almost like a tortoise hiding in its shell. That's not the direction that I want to go anymore. I would rather be completely fluid and completely open about my feelings. A part of me was really scared that my students would see this account and believe it and that it would affect my classes and that it would affect my students perceiving me. But here's the thing, the students that show up to my class, they know that's not me. And I can sit here being upset with this stranger who is utilizing my information and pretending to be me, or I could disassociate and know that's not me that's someone else who's utilizing that information that is obviously trying to get it for a personal gain. In yoga, we say Om Tat Sat. It is what it is. Allow the natural folding to happen. Try not to get swayed by the outer world, creating fear, allowing yourself judgment. No. No. The best thing that we can do is live from the heart and have compassion even in those moments where we don't understand why people do what they do. I was reading a book today at the park. It's called The Only Dance There Is by Ram Das. Ram Das is, I would say, one of my gurus. He means a lot to me and I really enjoy his work. There's also a podcast on Spotify called Be Here Now. You can listen to a lot of his lectures on there. But one of the things I picked up from the book was the only thing you have to offer to another human being ever is your own state of being. So if you're not arriving fully and you're not sorting through your emotions, then what you're left with is this inner turmoil that you're projecting onto somebody else. And so if I allow this situation to burn a hole within me of closing off, it's going to arrive and that energy is going to be there with the people I interact with. In my head, I'm going to be thinking, oh my God, did they see this account? Do they think that I'm doing these things? Do they think that that's me, that I'm that type of person and I can close myself off? When really, that's probably not the situation. My mind's just running rampant. But sitting here at the park today, I realized that the person that's right here right now wouldn't create an account like that, would not share porn or pornography and would not do those things and that should be enough 
that should be enough. People who don't know me, that's okay. Not everybody is going to like the flavor of ice cream that you are, but what's most important is you like that flavor of ice cream that you are. Another part of the book I really liked is when he states, you are only doing your own being. You are manifesting now, evolving your consciousness. So that means the way that you live your life in this present moment is a manifestation of your higher consciousness. Every single day is a moment to improve yourself and improve the way that you think. We can keep looking back at yesterday's drama, yesterday's news, and let it define now. Or we can live in the now knowing we've learned from those lessons of yesterday. Also in the book, he breaks down Om Mani Padme Hum, which is a mantra, one that I learned in my yoga training, but I kind of took some time away from it. And he speaks highly of using mantra to refocus the mind. So in the book, he speaks about how when he's driving, he'll keep repeating the mantra versus like being so focused into the music or what's going on, just being present with that mantra in his mind to the point where it's almost like the mind craves repeating Om Mane Padme Hum. Om means the unmanifest. Mane means the jewel or crystal. Padme means lotus. And Hum means heart. So what that means broken down is God unmanifested form is like a jewel in the middle of a lotus manifested in the heart it's pretty deep so if you notice your mind drifting today onto something that may have happened yesterday i'm not saying ignore those feelings or push them away allow yourself to really sit with them and acknowledge what that is doing to your inner being allow yourself to unpack that emotion with your exhales and then when you're ready find that intention find that mantra even if it's om mane padme hum and focus on being fully present in this moment you are not the same person that you are yesterday you're not the same person that you were this morning you're a whole new moment of creation embrace that fully I'm going to leave it at that for right now. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Sending you love and lots, 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 lots of light. 